Thanks for joining me on my new podcast called Top Shelf Lounge, where I will be discussing various topics around the world of cannabis. I really want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who has been joining me on our Instagram page and our Twitter page. It's been really fun interacting with you guys and seeing what you do and how you are involved in the cannabis industry. Thank you. A little bit about how I got started. I ended up having this really bad back pain and I went to the doctor and he sent me for a buttload of tests, which included MRIs for about a whole entire year. They diagnosed me and suggested that I should go and receive spinal epidurals and muscle injections, as well as take a handful of pills in order to subside the pain so that I could continue walking normally. And at that time, I was only 27, 28 years old. I have two little girls that I have to take care of, chase after, all the fun stuff moms do. Which, if any of you guys have ever been on those back pain medication pills, you know it's nearly impossible to do anything. Yep. So this went on for another year. I was taking the pills, doing the injections every three months. Fuck. And then the last spinal injection session that I had, which was last year, June 5th, it ended up going bad. While he was giving me the epidural this time, I felt a slight popping sensation in my spine. And then when my head started to literally explode from the inside out, I knew something was wrong. This doctor kind of just played it off nonchalantly, like, this is what happens sometimes and everything will be okay. Fuck you all. Go home and take Tylenol and Coca-Cola because the Coca-Cola has high caffeine. And the caffeine is supposed to regenerate the cervical fluid in the spine faster than usual. Okay. So that's exactly what I did. I went home and I did exactly what he said and I laid in my bed. And this went on for days. And then finally, I decided to go back to the hospital and tell them that something was really, really wrong with the injection that I had in my back. They suggested that I get a procedure done called a blood patch. And that's where they would go back into the original injection site on my back or just beside it. And they take blood from my intravenous in my arm and direct it right back into that original injection <sighs> in order to cause a clot. So I had that done and then I went home and, you know, the pain was a little bit better. I could still feel the headache there and I thought, holy shit, it worked. And then not even two nights later, my one leg went completely numb where I was literally dragging it from my bed down the stairs so that I could be like, I need help. <laughs> Someone help me. This is fucked up. Help me. And at that point, my mom was actually staying with me to help my husband with the kids. And she thought it could be just a side effect from doing the blood patch. Which is true, they say you can experience tingling, but I had never been completely numb before, so I didn't realize 
the difference, I guess. Um, fuck, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a dumbass, but I think part of me was scared. And then when the numbness in my leg actually subsided, I figured that's what it was, was a side effect. And I went on with my night, getting lit on my fucking medicinal cannabis. Thank you. And then the next morning, I came down from my room and sat on the couch, and I was talking normally to my husband and my mother, and I suddenly felt my face start drooping, and as a healthcare worker, I thought I was having a stroke. Soon after that started, my entire left side went numb, and I thought for sure I was having a stroke. The paramedics showed up. They thought I was having a stroke. At that point, I couldn't even talk right. The words that were I was thinking were just not coming out of my mouth properly, and I knew that it had to be something neurological going on with me. Ugh, I'm literally shaking right now talking about it because I haven't really told anyone my full story about what happened to me, and now I'm telling all of you guys. So once I got to the hospital, they were treating me for stroke symptoms. But the doctor that actually performed the blood patch on my spine... Oh, there's my phone. But he did not think that I was experiencing stroke symptoms at 27 years old. So he drove all the way back here from going home, which he lives about four hours. He was telling the doctors that this could not be stroke. He knew it was meningitis. And I could hear everything that he was saying, but I could not respond. They did some tests for the meningitis. It turned out that I was in the last stages of it. So in order for them to respond to the meningitis with treatments, they had to put me in a coma. They didn't know if I was coming off. They didn't know if the medication would help it. Fuck. I mean, I eventually woke up. They would not allow me at the hospital to use my medicinal medication. In place of my medicinal medication, they gave me 50 milligrams of Trimadol, which makes me extremely ill. I was throwing up violently all over the hospital room. It was an event. But I got discharged on IV medication for two months. And at that time, I could go back to using my medicinal script, which I did do. I was able to ditch the cane that they had me using in order to walk. And ever since then, I've just become more and more interested in the cannabis industry. Yes! And I want to learn. I want to know everything. That's why I decided to start this, because it's my one-year anniversary of almost dying. Cannabis has given me back my life. I can be the mom I want to be, and the mom my kids deserve to have. If you hear my phone blowing up in the background, that's definitely Instagram. Some have said I should turn my story into a book. So maybe that's what I'll do. Ah. My next big adventure. Ah. Feel free to send me in your story. On our Instagram page or our Twitter page at Top Shelf Lounge Podcast. Hi. 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 Hi.
I'm really loving that song by Damian Marley. Ah. A few Saturdays ago was the Lyft conference in Toronto. Did you guys go? I did. I went with the Weed Man, and we met up with Green Planet and the Garden Sage. It was fucking amazing. We got so much free shit. I even got this, uh, it's called Orenda Botanicals. It's CBD, but you rub it on your temples and it gets rid of the headache. They said it was good for a hangover, but I don't drink, so. Although that Saturday night, I definitely did have a few drinks. We were given VIP tickets to Wonderlust from Green Planet. It was awesome. If you guys aren't familiar with what Wonderlust is, it's basically a huge VIP party for all the LPs and all the distributors that attended the Lyft conference. This was held at Walrus Pub and Beer Hall in Toronto on Bay Street. Excellent place. I had no idea what we were walking into, but it turns out it is a three-story nightclub. Chaos happened to be playing at this nightclub that night, and I don't even think I got to see him. There were so many people. Everyone was turned up. It was fucking insane. I did take a few pictures and videos while I was there. Most of them I'm not in because at this point, I don't know if I want to actually reveal my identity. But I know there are pictures of me because I found them from Growing Exposed, as well as the Weed Man and Green Planet. <laughs> and really, at this point, I'm not revealing my identity just because shit is so controversial around here where I live right now. Even though now it's legal, but it's just, it's like nobody knows anything about fucking anything. Except how to pass judgment onto other people. Yes! <laughs> ACMPR, rules and regulations, nobody knows a fucking thing. We still have people around here that are assuming everybody is under the same recreational law that they can only have four plants in their fucking yards. It's pathetic. So needless to say, I'm not going to be just flaunting my selfies all over social media like all these other can of bitches are doing. But just jumping back to Lyft, Toronto was an awesome time. We ran into a few people who were not cannabis lovers, but we did not see those types of people inside of Lyft. Thank you. Thank you. However, we were able to pick the brain of the Garden Sage. If you don't know who the Garden Sage is, I suggest you look him up on Instagram or even just look up his website. He has his own book available on Amazon as well as his webpage, thegardensage.com. The book is called The Grower's Handbook and I actually have a copy here. So when the weed man's done reading it, I will be taking a look and reading it as well. I tried to cheat and find a audio copy copy of the book online where I could buy that and listen to someone read it to me. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to find one. So if you know of a link, send it to me. His story is amazing. He has a lot of information to give. We also got to see Jeremy from Growing Exposed, and he filmed the Weed Man with the Garden Sage at Lift Co. <laughs> 
If you get to see the episode on YouTube, you'll probably see me somewhere in the background ducking away from the cameras, trying not to be filmed. Okay. And really, I felt kind of starstruck all day just meeting Justin Cooper and the Garden Sage and seeing Growing Exposed cameraman Jeremy there filming. Jeremy is also such a nice guy. He hung out with the weed man and me mostly all night long. I think the three of us were the last ones at the club. We didn't want to stay too late, though, so we left at about 11 o'clock when all the other pedestrian people were able to come in. We also got to meet and talk to a new genetics company called 4Plant Canada. If you look them up on social media, such as Instagram, they don't have a very big following of people as of yet, but they are definitely well on their way to having that after going to the LIFCO. They are such nice people to talk to. If you need to message them, definitely do so. They happened to have some samples while we were at Lyft. I'm sure the weed man will be adding to his genetic collection. You'll have to stay tuned to see that one unfold. Also on social media, I've seen that Canamom of Two is back on Facebook. Her Facebook page is called Medicated and Stoned. And today on her Facebook page, she has reposted an article asking, Do cannabis smokers want joints that look and feel like cigarettes? And the picture here, it looks like an actual cigarette. Hmm? My answer to that article is, Nope. Personally, I would prefer designer papers or cones. Yes, yes, yes! Someone on here says, I would actually be okay with this. I always said they should be sold like cigarettes. <laughs> Another person on the comment thread says, No. I'll pass on these. Prefer hand rolled if necessary. I'm a pipe lady. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Alright, so the strain we're looking at today on this show is called Cinderella 99. This strain is a sativa dominant strain. The THC content is up to 23%. The effects are usually described as dreamy, euphoric, and uplifting. This one I find is really good for the daytime use. It helps you to get a lot of shit done during the day. Yep. The flavor profile on Cinderella 99 is earthy, citrus, and sweet. I actually have a little bud of it here. I'm just opening up the container. This one's from Deweed Man. You can find him over on Instagram as well. As soon as I opened the container, I just got punched in the face with aroma. It smells so good. This one's cured really well too. It's not too dry, not too spongy. It's sticky, it's stuck right to the jar. So I'm gonna bust this up right now and drop it into my Surge Bong from Temptations. I think we can do live sessions together on Skype if anybody's interested as well. So if you've got one, light it up. We're about to get lit. Be patient. I'm like a patient. 
a long way down. And this is a bubble like we they are right down. The way you something off it, I feel way by pound. In a fields of marijuana, that is my playground. I love you, Mary Jane. You're the prettiest of flowers, girl, me can't complain. When I'm with you, I feel so high, I rise above the rain. And you know the people damage like that bitch cocaine, no? I leave them lonely, feeling only pain. Cause your DNA is of the highest strain. Your effect is so potent, it's so insane. You so gummy and sticky like a plaster stain. When me grind out your body, only stems remain. And to love you is so risky, I might get detained. You always keep me flying on the highest plane. And anybody know we'll always proclaim. I'll see you next time. Come talk to me on Instagram, Twitter, and Skype.